0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Rick Jay, and I am a recovered, compulsive overeater from Cary, North Carolina. Today is Monday, December twelfth, 2022. We are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter, We Agnostics, on page 48, the first paragraph, beginning with, The reader may still ask why, and reading through two paragraphs, ending with, as a starting point. Today's readers are Naomi GB in the 12 Steps, Nancy T the 12 Traditions, our Big Book readers are Craig F in the text, Darlene H on page 164, and Judith SP is our backup reader. Our newcomer greeter is Loretta M and our second hour moderator is Maria F. The share ID for Sunday, December 11th, 2022 is 19736. O oh, A preamble At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. I'll now ask Naomi GB to read the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous.
1: Good morning, everyone. Naomi GB from Ontario, Canada, a grateful, recovered uh, compulsive overeater. Nature of our wrongs. 6. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. 7. Humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. 9. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all
2: all our affairs. Thank you. Good morning, everyone.
3: Thank you, Naomi.
0: I will now ask Nancy T. to read the 12 traditions of OA.
4: Thank you, Rick. Good morning, everybody. Nancy T. Recovered Compulsive overreader. the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks, Rick. I pass.
0: Thank you, Nancy.
4: How our meeting
0: works? Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes, at the end of which I'll give you a gentle reminder. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and the reader, Today, we resume our study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter we Agnostic, on page 48, the first paragraph, beginning with, The Reader May Still Ask Why, and reading through two paragraphs, ending with, as a starting point. I will now ask Craig F. to begin reading.
5: Okay, Rick. Thank you. This is Craig F., Recovered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Reader May Still Ask Why, he should believe in a power greater than himself we think there are good reasons let's have a look at some of them the practical individual of today is a stickler for facts and results nevertheless the 20th century readily accepts theories of all kinds provided they're firmly grounded in fact we have numerous theories, for example about electricity everybody believes them without a murmur of doubt why this ready acceptance simply because it is impossible to explain what we see feel direct and use without a reasonable assumption as a starting point okay well the uh, the writer here is uh, is giving us reasons why we should believe in a power greater than in ourselves and and he's saying that uh that it's impossible to explain what we see feel direct and use uh, uh Without uh, that starting point, you know, uh, uh, it, it, we can be um, hard-headed sometimes. Uh, I, I can be hard-headed uh, about things. And, and you know, I, I think that sometimes this is like um, somebody refusing to look up at the sky and then denying that there's such a thing as a sun, you know, now you can see shadows and you can see light and and you know it gets warmer in the daytime and colder at night but uh you know uh you you think that that's some kind of other process uh, or you want to believe because you don't want to believe that uh, that there's a god so you don't you you choose not to believe that there's a power greater than yourself and and what the writer is suggesting is that uh that uh, if you'll be honest with yourself, that you you already sense the presence of this power greater than yourself. Now, um, I'm not gonna um, I, I'm not gonna um, beat that topic to death uh, because that's that's a choice. You know, it's a choice we all make whether to believe in a power greater than ourselves or not. But I think for me, the the bigger question, the harder question, wasn't whether there's a God, but um, whether that God, how that God related to me, you know, how that God, um, you know, what what was God's job, what was my job, um, you know, this power greater than myself, mm-hmm. you know, was this God uh, in, involved in my life, was this God uh, 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 to be the power in my life, or was it just there, you know, somebody sitting in heaven judging me, you know, and, and yet here again, my experience, uh, my, uh, you know, uh, my experience with life uh, would reflect the idea that there, that this God was wanting to be involved in my life, you know, was right there, and if I just opened the door a little bit, that, uh, that, that, that God would come in. And if I gave up control and power to God, that he would exercise it in my life. Um, But, you know, my ego says, I want to be in charge. I want to make all the decisions. Uh, I want to be, you know, this powerful thing. And uh, so it was a struggle. Thanks. It was a struggle between, uh, with my ego to allow that. Not just the idea that there is a God, but this idea that, it, that God would be God in my life. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much for getting us started, Craig. Before we get our first group of names, just a reminder, that although we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience, too. Please give me your first name only and the first initial of your last name. Who would like to share on the thread today?
6: Christine, um, okay. Yes.
0: Okay, I heard. Chris- Kelly, yeah. I think I heard Christina J and somebody right behind her. Who was that other person? John M. Yeah, okay, got you, John. I'm looking for another woman that said her name Red right Christina.
6: It was Kelly S. Did you get it?
0: Thank you, Kelly. Gotcha. And I'm Barbara. Barbara
7: W. From New Jersey. Barbara.
0: Okay. I'm new Three. in the
7: program. Not New just okay. Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, thank you. Who else? Rosie W. Rosie? Yeah.
3: Got you, Rosie. Who else?
0: We'll stop there then. We got Christina J., Kelly S., John M., oh, Barbara my. W., Rosie W. Did I miss anybody in that first group? If someone's already given their name and I didn't hear it, please let me know now.
8: Loretta H, Rick.
0: Loretta H.
9: And Leah S.
0: And Leah S. Perfect. All right, we're stopping there. Uh, Christina J., you're up next, followed by Kelly S. Go ahead, Christina. Good
10: morning again, Rick. Morning, everyone. Christina J. from the state of North Carolina. Recovering, thank God. Um, Thank God for God. Thank God for something bigger than myself. Thank God for love. Thank God that I'm on the other side of that evil disease, beginning to have this thing unfold in me, and every day beginning to take more steps towards surrendering. I always believed in something bigger than myself, but I also believed in myself. And I believe that um, I could get this done. I could get whatever I put my mind to done. Because I had the green power of youth. And I had um, the power of my ego. And the power of knowing that I had an agenda in life. I knew it when I came out of the womb. And I was after it. I wasn't one of these people that's swapping around. I don't know what to do with my life. Blah, blah, blah. I knew what I was going to go for. And when I would hit brick walls, which was all the time, I figured God just wanted me to bust them down. It wasn't a sign to me that maybe it wasn't the right way to go because I heard, you know, you break down every wall, you, you climb every wall, you get over everything, you, you persevere till the end. But I wasn't asking God into any of it. I believed in God, I believed in the magic, magic and the mystery. I saw it all around me, I saw it in the trees and the rivers and the sky. The flowers, the little weed flowers, just opened my heart. I saw it all and I connected to it. But then I had this other thing going on. I had me going on. I surrender myself to thee. I surrender this self to thee. That's the whole key to opening this door. And how can you get there if you got all this stuff going on? It it was like some big secret that you all had. How come I couldn't get this? 'Cause I wasn't surrendering my life. It's one thing to discover that you have a higher power and you have this love that you can turn into turn turn to, you know, and but you gotta turn to it. You know, you gotta take that irritable, restless and discontent, those fears, those irritations of your husband or your kids or your job. You gotta pause, you gotta take it. It takes a pause, it takes a deep breath. You know, it's so amazing. I've heard so much time on this. So many times on this line, you take one step towards God, he takes a hundred towards you. And by God, it's effing true. you got to do it, though. The action is the key to opening this door to this thing, this light, this love, this precious, precious gift. All this shit out there ain't going to do it for me. I finally learned that. More and more stuff, more and more this, more and more that, more and more me, 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 me. What's going to do it? God... Whatever you want to call it, I don't care. it Doesn't matter to me. Whatever you connect with, but then giving it away to precious people that are suffering. Suffering. Good for to open our mouths. We don't have to open our mouths and speak all this. You just have to be it. Be an example. Love you all. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Christina. Jake. Hey, uh, Kelly S yes, you're up next, followed by John M. And just a reminder, as you introduce yourself, please include your state. Go ahead, Kelly.
6: Hey, Rick, thanks for your service. It's Kelly S., Recovered Compulsive, uh, Eater and Breenwick from Oklahoma. So, um, so the reader may still ask why he should believe in a power that any great himself. Because I was dying, that's why, you know, and you guys have told me about this power. And as the paragraph before said, alcohol, food, compulsive eating, binging, whatever you want to say is a great persuader. I was beaten down. You know, it's kind of that thing, it's like I had to be out of options. You know, as long as I keep thinking um there's a way, my my way, I'm gonna keep trying and I did for decades, you know, and you know, why to believe, why to believe there's a power grid in myself and why to believe this might work for me. Because, you know, my sponsor always says, um, the disease, I'm dancing with the grill and the grill is gonna tell me when I'm done. Well my disease said, I'm done. You know. And um, I, my self-reliance had failed me. All my other little powers, you know, the little H powers, you know, um, diets we all did before, right? All the different um, sponsors I've had, the food plans I've had, the, the meetings, meetings. None of these are all little powers, right? And I, and I searched and searched, and I, and I ran out of options, and I would be back into the food, back into the food. And so why believe? Because I listen to you guys. I go to the meetings. I hear people who are recovered who share these these experience, strength, and hope, who tell my story, who are as bad as I, who've been around for decades, and they gave me hope because they had neutrality with food. They were living life sanely or at least halfway sanely most of the time, right? And I'm like, I want that. You know, it's like I want what they have. So, okay, why should I believe? Because I want what you guys have, and you told me that's the way. That is the way for this real Uh, This real compulsive eater, this real bulimia, the only way is for me is to to make this decision to live my life with this higher, capital H, power, capital P, And in order to get this relationship, you know, I have to make this decision, you know, take this action and work the steps, you know, and these people who have what I want, what do they do? They take action. They have a working relationship with this higher power. So why do we think there's good reasons? Because I want to be abstinent. I want food neutrality. I want to live on this world as a uh, functioning adult. I have to do a lot of work just to function as a normal human being, I've got to tell you guys. But, you know, God helps me do that, my higher power. So, you know, why do we want to believe? Do you want what this book tells you? Do you want these promises you hear on this line from the Recovered Fellows? Right there, that's a good reason, because your disease, my disease had my ass kicked. I was out of options, and I wanted what you guys had, but I was willing to do what you do, and I still do it, and I'm so freaking grateful that I found a higher power today, and it's working. Glad to be here. Thanks, Rick. Pass. All
0: right. Thank you, Kelly. Yes, John M., you're up next, followed by Barbie. John M., hit star one to unmute.
11: John M. from South Carolina. Um, We certainly don't want to uh, catalog the steps in order of importance, but this morning I'm looking at step two as to what I need in these steps. And if you don't believe that a higher power can help you, you're not going to make this program. And I realized that my faith that God can and will help me was lacking, is lacking. So this morning I'm grateful that I have that awareness and I am now praying uh, throughout the day for a greater faith. Um, the steps don't come in order of importance, they come as a, a direct result of our progress. So I, I'm on step two. And I'm not gonna leave step two until I got it. I'm not gonna whip through these 12 steps. This is a lifetime that we're in this for. So I'm in no hurry. Uh, yeah, I'd like some more abstinence, but the first thing I'd like to do is be healed. And that's happening. And so I'm very, very grateful this morning. And I know that uh, the old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear is uh also happening for me i I believe i have a really really good sponsor who will help me and i start that with him this morning and uh just total gratitude this morning so uh i'm feeling i'm finally ready to work the steps and work the program that's all i wanted to say god bless everyone within the sound of my voice thank you so much
0: all right thank you john Barbara W, you're up next, followed by Rosie W. Go ahead,
3: Barbara. Barbara W, hit star one to unmute, and remember to include your state. Barbara W, are you still wanting to share?
0: Tell you what, we'll uh, come back to you, Barbara, and see if you're... There and available. So, right now, Rosie W, are you available to come on the line?
12: I am. Thank you, Rick. Um, good morning. Rosie W here, um, recovered compulsive odorator in the UK. Um, thank you, everyone, giving service today, everyone on the line. It's such a joy to be on the meeting live. Haven't been able to for quite a while. Um, hmm. <laughs> I was asking myself why. I should believe in a power greater than myself. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a recovered woman. Food is, um, food is not calling me, generally. Um, so why, why do I do this? And, and a friend asked me last night, like, why, why do you do all this work? Why are you up at five o'clock in the morning when you're so tired? You've got really young children. You've got a job. You've got all this other stuff going on. Like Why are you doing all of this stuff as well? and my answer um was very simple and i don't i'm not sure she necessarily understood but i think most people on this line would and that's i have no tolerance anymore for living on a non-spiritual basis i have no tolerance for a life that doesn't involve god i believe in god and i uh, take every available moment i can to strengthen my connection with god because i frankly hate my life without god you know the the, the substances are down i I'm entirely abstinent from food, from alcohol, from compulsive spending. I have bottom lines in place around technology, around you know behaviors with with people. Like I've got nowhere to go, my back's against a wall. Um, but I also have an inbuilt um, lack of tolerance for discomfort and pain and struggle and uncertainty of any sort. And so, if I don't have a God in my life, I'm miserable. And I'm pretty vile as well, um, and that's a very difficult thing to explain to a newcomer who might meet me and look at my program and look at the lengths that I have to go to to maintain this relationship with God, and think, hmm, not keen. So I'm very glad that I have this chapter in this book that helps <laughs> that that helps me teach this to a newcomer because my reasons for, for needing God in my life are not the same today as they were when I first came in when I was dying. Um, But yeah, I'm a person who can still wake up after a really nice day uh, with, as somebody shared the other week, with, you know, with a head full of ten steps that already need doing, you know, when I've been awake for 30 seconds, that's, that's my reality, and that's why I want a God in my life. That's why I don't need any explanations anymore. You know, I don't need any analogies about electricity. I just know in my heart that life's not worth living for me if God isn't front and center and without pass.
0: Thank you, Rosie W. Barbara W., I'm swinging
3: back to you. Are you still there and wanting to share? Okay, not hearing Barbie W. All right, Loretta H., you're up next, followed by Leia S. Loretta, go ahead. Loretta H., hit star
0: one to unmute.
8: Good morning, Rick. Thank you always for your service and everybody on this line who is saving my life along with my precious God. Loretta H., and I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. And this paragraph or two paragraphs, the two points that I see is reasoning and fact. I looked up the word fact and that means truth. And then I looked up the word reason and that means motive, aim and intentions. So I have a definition for or an acronym for Serenity, which I use every day because I want. I want. To be in surrendered serenity and the acronym for surrender is seriously understanding real recovery entails not debating every reason and that's where i get in trouble when it's my surrender or my will is that reasoning um the debating society so i just have to stop that thinking because it is in my thinking And take the action of trust, which is another action, and rely on God's intuitive, I call them God sightings, intuitive God sightings. And then I have a chance to be in this day and have neutrality in all my affairs. I do consider my abstinence spiritual um, because for me, it is practicing the principles in all my affairs. I go both ways. so, And I, in fact... I'd probably go the other way into the anorexia more severely. In fact, yesterday, it was interesting. Somebody called me, and it was Bill W.'s last debunk where he enters town hospital and he becomes recovered. And somebody called me about that. And I'm just praying to God that this person has the same experience as Bill because um, this is a terrible terrible disease and god didn't let me die from it but he did make me suffer and struggle a lot in it and today i don't struggle or suffer because he's always got my back and i'm so grateful because today i am in surrendered serenity one minute at a time and i know that's god's really um GPS system, his positioning system, if I can do that, I can have a good day in neutrality in all my affairs. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Loretta H. Leia S., you're up next. And then we'll get some more
9: names. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. And thank you, Team Monday, for for everything that we do for this um, meeting My name is Leah S., and I'm recovered in Brooklyn and very grateful. Um, So we're talking about higher power, and uh, um, there's one sentence that says, Why this ready acceptance? Acceptance means that I'm finally believing in myself and in the trust of that higher power now um obviously um I was cynical before that, and I'll tell that to all of you with the truth that I was. I was really angry and I was very cynical when I came into these rooms and I didn't want you because I grew up with a God and I grew up with religion and and um and I trusted that, and I needed to re Uh, arrange my trust and my definition of higher power so that I can finally understand that I can trust my own higher power. And it had to be very personal. It had to develop within myself. And they're giving the theory of electricity. Yeah, it's so understandable that when you go into a room and you just flick the switch, and then you have light or if you just plug in your stuff you get power to that and that's how i have to do it i i cannot i was yo-yoing my life around and playing around with my weight and with all these sizes that were f- trying to fit into my closet and 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 always having that worry about What am I going to eat? When am I going to eat it? How am I going to eat it? What am I going to do for this holiday? What am I going to do for this occasion? And what am I going to do for that one? And when am I going to lose the weight once and for all? When am I not going to have that kind of pressure? And it it became so much easier when I really had to all do. All that I had to do was really give it over to God and and, and to just continue with these steps and do them as honestly as I could so that I can gain that serenity and that abstinence for sure. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, AAS. One last call for Barbara W. All righty. Before we continue with our second group of names, we are in the chapter, We Agnostics, on page 48, the first paragraph, beginning with, The readers still may ask why, and reading through two paragraphs, ending with, as a starting point. And though we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience, too. Who else would like to share today?
7: Pamela P.
0: Pamela P. from Pittsburgh. So I heard a Pamela P and a Diane. What was the uh first initial of your last name? Diane. Y. Diane Y. Uh, okay. All right. I got Diane Y and Pamela P. Who else?
10: So Wow.
0: Hold on. T <laughs> N P. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Who is the who is the um, I need your names again, guys. I just got discombobulated there. Carolyn N. Carolyn N. Is that
3: right? Yes. Okay. I have Carolyn N. Carolyn S. Carolyn S. Yeah.
8: Okay. Joanne P. Uh,
3: is that Joanne?
8: Yes.
0: Joanne P. Okay. All right, I've got Diane Y., Pamela P., Carolyn N., Carolyn S., Joanne P., uh, maybe one more name?
9: Priscilla H.
0: Okay, I think we're going to stop there. Okay, and I actually have my, uh, my helper here. Let's see here just a minute.
3: I've got um, Joanne P., and there was a Gene B., I think.
0: So here's who I have. Diane Y., Pamela P., Carolyn N., Carolyn S., Joanne P., Priscilla H., and Gene B. Uh, try to get to all of you. Uh, Dan- Diane Y., you're up first, followed by Pamela P., and please remember to include your state when you introduce yourself. Go ahead, Diane.
13: Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Diane White from Texas. Um, for me, the answer to this question, why I believe in a higher power is very simple. Uh, it's because I lack power. That's, that's the problem. Um, left on my own, um, I am driven by a hundred forms of, of selfishness, self-centeredness. I step on the toes of others and then I sit there and wonder why my life is so hard or or typical, everyone is against me, and um, the thing is, is is um, left on my own. I, I can't control those strange mental twists, the obsessions. Um, I, I can't do anything. I'm I'm driven, definitely driven, to get what I want when I want it, um, any way I can, and and that's a miserable existence. Um, there's a line in the big book it talks about how um, God can help me face any calamity with serenity and and I've experienced this I don't know how it happens Um, I couldn't tell you the why and and it doesn't matter Um, I just try to follow the steps in the big book um, when you really get into listening to um, some of the really good good speakers and and listen to a lot of the podcasts you, you you start learning that there are just some basic principles here it's basic it's simple and if we just follow it um the answers come and it's just simple it's just simple steps and i'm so grateful for this program i'm grateful for the founders and thank you for letting me share
7: Thank you, Diane.
0: All right, Pamela P., you're up next, followed by Carolyn N. Go
7: ahead, Pamela. Hi, this is Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Yes, um, it's just the deep, dark thoughts about the food come in my head, and I do pray to God that, you know, it don't happen, but I do have this disease. So I was doing very good. And then I don't know what happened yesterday. I went on a full binge. And it's it crazy. I had a great sponsor I just recently got. Got a great program and I do my work. But maybe I gotta do more. Um I need to make more calls because this is a scary disease. And um I know God is dealing God with me. But sometimes the disease do win and and the more it wins, the more I'm dying, the closer to death I get. So I just praying to God. I just don't know why this happened. I know the trigger food is around. And I know where it's hidden at and knowing that knowledge is dangerous. I just praying to God so for today, um I really work harder. You know, so I'm just praying. So I'm eating breakfast now, and I'm just terrified. Cause being in the kitchen is terrible already. And usually the day that I don't go to the gym, get out of the house, and be there all the time. It's the hardest day like yesterday. So it's a lot of snow in Pennsylvania where I'm at. And I'm just praying the gym is open. I didn't need that release to get out. Being in a territory that I feel very comfortable in and just, you know, don't be me and just don't think about the food right then. And the food is still lurking because a vending machine, but I just don't bring no cash with me. And so I don't know why the food urge is getting worse and worse the last 72 hours. I'm just praying to God, and I'm not going to give up before that miracle happened, that great recovery I had in 2020. But anyway, I'm definitely going to talk to my sponsor, call some people, and just let it go and just start over again, never too late to start over again. And God is there for us no matter what. He don't want us to be perfect. Remember, he light us the way we are. But by, by using God, we would be better and better. And for that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Pamela P. Carolyn N. You're up next, followed by Carolyn S. Go ahead, Carolyn N.
13: Hi, this is Carol N. from California. Thank you for your service. Recovered compulsive eater. I wanted to speak to the words without a murmur of doubt. And when I heard other people recover people explain their experience and how they had no doubt now. It just was something that would attracted me. And now that I have been recovered and received so many promises of the program, I there is no murmur of doubt at all in my name. And now I'm working to further figure out what my higher power's will is for me throughout the day. And I'm so grateful for everyone that shares and does service so that I could
3: have recovered. Thank you for your and I pass. Thank
0: you. Was it Carol in. I'm sorry, I called Hi. you Carol N. Is it's that just Carol, straight Carol?
13: I always wanted to be Carolyn, but I'm just straight Carol. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you, Carol. Carolyn S. You're up next, followed by Joe and P. Go ahead, Carolyn.
14: Thank you. My name is Carolyn S. I'm from New York. Um, I'm a newcomer, and I'm, you know, I've been in program a long time, but I'm new coming back. And um, I just came off a retreat weekend, a big book study, and I'm really um, trying hard to get back on my plan. And listening to vision really is a great way to do that, I think. Um, the answers are all in the big book. Um So why should I believe in God? Because I've seen results. And it says in here, it's impossible to explain what we see, feel, direct, and use without a reasonable assumption as a starting point. And the miracles that have happened in my life and other people's lives, there is no doubt there is something bigger than me, and it has incredible power, thank God, because I don't. Um, Of myself, I am nothing. And Only if I reach out to God and make that connection, and I hope to have a meaningful life. Um, When I'm in relapse, it's all about me. When I am in recovery, it's all about God and gratitude, and that's where I want to live today. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much, Carolyn S. Joanne P., you're up next, followed by Priscilla H. Go ahead,
3: Joanne. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Joanne P. from Pennsylvania. I'm a grateful,
15: oh, recovered compulsive overeater. And this um, these words just resound with me. Um, I came into this program as a stickler for facts and results. Boy, I spent most of my life trying to figure out my disease that I didn't even know I had. I knew something was wrong with me because I wasn't able to do what I used to do, and uh, only until uh, I found out that I had an obsession of the mind uh, in reading the doctor's opinion, as well as um, an allergy towards the food, did I realize that I was powerless. That I had a disease that was progressive, permanent, and fatal. It was okay. affecting me in so many ways, and I um, was so thankful. For a power greater than myself, I thought I knew God, but now I didn't have a relationship with God like I have today. It's only through um, working with uh, recovered people like all of you and learning from your experience, strength, and hope, and following a wonderful sponsor's guidance, did I learn to surrender. I'm glad this with humility and. Um,
3: yeah, and acceptance. Uh, uh Joanne P. I'm not hearing you. Had you finished, or did we lose you? Hmm. Okay. Um.
0: So Joanne, if you hadn't finished, hi. Let this me is know. Joanne
3: P. This is Joey
15: and P. Did you not hear me share? I just shared.
0: <laughs> uh, I, so I wasn't sure if you had finished. Uh, all of a sudden, I, I heard a little static, and I didn't hear you, and I didn't know if you had, you had finished what you wanted I, to say. I think
15: I heard, I heard someone. I don't know what you last heard, but I did hear someone come in and start talking when I was talking. So I just want to say that I am so, so thankful um, thank
4: to be
7: today. Wow.
0: Can you um, hear we me? have some,
4: excuse me,
0: just a minute. We have someone that's unmuted. If we could uh, take care of that, please. Uh, we do have someone coming in and um, that's unmuted, and it's it's a little confusing. Sorry about that, Joanne.
15: That's okay. Do
3: you think maybe there? I think I heard a click.
0: Okay. So, is there anything else you wanted to share? I I, I, don't I think, think we got most you, of what I, you wanted to say.
15: Yeah, I just want to say thank you. I am so grateful for um. For, yeah, for I just want to say that surrendering every day is what really um got me where I am today, and I know it's it's one day at a time, right? So we have to wake up every morning knowing that we are powerless and we must surrender to a power greater than ourselves. To, um, yeah, to live a beautiful life with all the promises that this program offers us. So with that,
0: I pass. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much, Joanne P. Thank you for your patience. Priscilla H., you're up next, followed by Jean B. Go ahead, Priscilla.
16: Thanks. This is Priscilla H., grateful to be recovered, living in New Jersey. Uh, This chapter, we, we agnostics, um i think for me personally is one of the most important chapter well every every one of them is so important but it really uh is a chapter that i used to dislike a lot and today it still baffles me i i often think that the people who wrote the book didn't really understand atheism because they weren't really atheists um if a person is truly an atheist, as I was when I first came into recovery, that was not a choice. That's just what I was. That's I did not believe that there was a God. Today, I, I, that's different. But I often think about the um, back in 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. A lot of people back then thought the earth was flat, and that if you went too far, you would fall off the edge of it. Well, if you believed that, you you just believed it. It wasn't a choice to believe it. You just believed it. And a lot of the sailors who went with Columbus probably believed it. But what they did was they acted as if they didn't believe it. They they went with Columbus, maybe not by choice. Many of them were probably prisoners who had to go but um, with Columbus. But they went... With Columbus, and not a single one of them fell off the edge of the earth because Columbus knew that the earth was round. I hope I'm making some sense. That's the way I got into recovery. I made a decision to act as if. I did not believe there was a God, but I made a decision to act as if I did, not to put on an act, but really to act as if. And I knew how to do that because of one woman who lived her recovery in front of me. And lo and behold, things began to happen. My life began to change. And as I saw my life changing as a result of these steps, I then came to believe that, hey, there's a power that I don't understand and I don't have to. But there's, there's something that people refer to as God, and it's a reality. And today, I believe that even more even more every day. So thanks for letting me share, and with that I'll pass.
0: Thank you, H., Jean B., you're up next, and we'll get a couple more names. Go ahead, Jean.
17: Good morning. I'm Jeannie B. from Florida. I am in recovery for compulsive overeating. And thank you so much for letting me share, and thank you, everyone, for your service. I wanted to say this morning that I, too, thought I had a very strong relationship spiritual relationship with the universe upon entering this program, I did not feel that loving parental, I don't know, guide. I did not feel that I could live into my beliefs that I would be guided, that I would be cared for. The promises that are listed in the the steps or in the big book were not a part of my life. My life, like many people's had, lots of bumps in the road and that made it hard to come in and believe oh you're going to be cared for oh somebody's going to take care of you oh there's a higher power that's going to relieve me of this when i hadn't seen that sort of call and request and respond so i just decided even though i thought i was deeply spiritual that when i hit the surrender I would surrender to the higher power that is the program. I couldn't do this on my own. You guys had found a program that was working. I'm surrendering to the program, doing the steps. Surrendering to the program, do what the next right thing is. Surrender to the program, do the next right thing. And eventually, as I completed the steps, all of a sudden, beautiful, it's like angels came down eventually. Like step 10, it was when I finished the, the amends when all of a sudden were, I started seeing a lightning in my heart and a kindness re-entering and a full-hearted, open-hearted living returning to my life. And I didn't understand it, and now I do more. And that's because of you guys and vision and this community and working the steps. And I will be here. I will be here with vision because that's the only way I keep it. Thank you so much. Pass. Thank you, Jeannie B.
0: All right. So we've got time for uh, a couple of more, like, two-and-a-half-minute shares. Who would like those? Sheila C. Did you say Jenny
2: Sheila? Sheila Oklahoma. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Sheila.
2: Linda W.
0: Uh, then somebody from Oklahoma. Who was that? Kenny P. Uh, how do you spell your first name?
2: c e n n y
3: oh uh, oh penny
2: uh-huh
0: okay penny yes. gotcha all right so Even sheila w
8: Pe-
0: i've got two people here, and if we have room for any more we'll take you so sheila, go ahead and then yes. followed by penny or just remember to um include your state go ahead sheila
18: thank you, thank you so much for your service this is sheila c from new York i'm so grateful to be here so grateful for vision and um yeah i love this reading of this chapter um this time of the year sometimes sometimes every year i get like anxiety in and out and um going back to step two a lot of times i want to jump to step three well turn your will your life over But um, it's so grounding. It's like, why am I having trouble turning my will in my life? Oh, my step two, do I believe? Do I remember what God has done for me? The miracles, the love, the, the felt sense of my higher power that I have because of my sobriety and abstinence. Do I remember that? This is where I get to remember it. At these meetings, reading this chapter, why should I believe? I love this. Um, simply because it is impossible to explain what we see, feel, direct, and use. The miracle of my abstinence um, is really so powerful, for me to to look to to say, why are you afraid? Like, are you kidding me? That that there is power that loves me, that loves all of us, and all that's required is this is up. Steps one, two, three, four, five, you know, I'm powerless. Oh, came to believe there is a power. Mm -hmm. I think I'll let him. I'll turn my will and my life over. I tried to get, I've tried to be abstinent on my own so many times. I come to the program, I go away. I come, I go. Now it's five months of neutrality, of freedom, of clarity, of, yeah, a closer relationship with that power that guides me. And I can remember because I'm abstinent, because I'm not foggy, because I'm not distracted. Oh, do I feel this way because of what I ate last night? I can draw on my own spiritual experience. It, it's truly beyond my wildest dreams. And I'm so grateful for the love and support of, of vision, of OA, of God. Because when I was having trouble again, confused in denial. I said, God, whatever you want me to do, show me. And I heard like she'll go back to way. When you go there, you're free. Gentle
3: and reminder. I'm
18: so thank you. I will pass with that. Thank you so much.
0: All right, Penny, you're up next. Uh and then I think that'll you'll take us out. You
2: Should got a couple
3: minutes. Is that uh C or D?
2: C is in uh Peter.
3: Okay, thank
2: you. Okay, Kenny P. from Tulsa, Oklahoma, recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, We used to say, seeing is believing. Today, when I want to get real honest, I say believing is seeing. Listening to your shares and being in these rooms and hearing you. I'm learning to believe in a power greater than myself. If I want to have a new friend, I spend time with that friend. I think about what can I do to get closer to the friend. It's the same with my higher power. If I want to get closer with my higher power, then I spend time with my higher power. And you all are teaching me how to do that. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks for your service, everyone.
3: All right, thank you so much, Penny. Um,
0: I think we're about out of time right now, um, so we'll go ahead and and end the meeting there. Um, I want to uh, thank everyone for sharing, and please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Monday, December 12th, 2022 is nineteen thousand seven hundred and forty we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer Will Darlene H please read a vision for you our book is meant to be suggestive only
19: good morning Darlene H recovered compulsive over from Columbus Georgia our book is meant to be suggestive only we realize we know only a little